Today's podcast is brought to you by Baxter Boots, the new sponsor here at Desert Rock FM. Thank you for joining us for a very special edition of the Batuta Advocate radio show. We've had a great weekend here at the Diamantina Droughtbreaker Relief Concert, which was held at the showgrounds. Uh, this week on the show, we've got a compilation of interviews we did during the festival, and Clancy, we got some of the biggest names in Australian music. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Errol. That's right. We were down there just to the side of the big stage of the Batuta Showgrounds all weekend, speaking to some of the huge names that had kindly volunteered to come out here and uh, put on a bit of a show for the, for the struggling farmers. It was a great day for a great cause, Clancy. And on top of that, we managed to line up some really notable artists uh, to come on the show, and we've stitched them together for everyone. Yes, we've got Thelma Plum, Angus Stone, Sam and Elliot from the Rubens, Nick and Jay from Pond, and Kevin Parker from Tame and Parlour. So a bit of a Perth-centric podcast this week, but uh, you know that these are the people that volunteered to come out, and we're very happy to have had them. Now, keep in mind, listeners, this show was recorded live from the side of the stage. You know, the quality might be a bit pitchy, a bit bassy, but you should be able to get what they're saying. Without further ado, it's time to get on with the show. And the first guest we have, of course, is Thelma Plum, straight out of Yorongapilly in South Brisbane. You're listening to Errol Parker and Clancy Overall, editors of The Batuta Advocate on Desert Rock FM. We've got a very special guest who's made her way, 24-hour drive out from um, Melbourne. Thelma Plum, thank you for joining us. Hello, no no worries. Now, Thelma, you're having a big, big year. We've been seeing you everywhere. We've kind of gone through your music and, and we've followed you for years, but it actually feels like you've been around a lot longer than you are because you've got such a big kind of presence and you've got such a uh, established kind of career. You've only done three or so albums since we really, yeah. really first heard you. Yeah. Mm, but they've been three big ones. Three big. Yeah. yeah, there's no such thing as a small album there, Clancy. No, no. no not, not with Thelma anyway. Everything's its own Everest. Now, do you just not stop working? What's going on? Um, you know what? So I've got two EPs out and I've, this is my first album that I've ever released. But um, I actually, yeah, I just work all the time. I'm a really hard worker. Anyone yeah. that would just know. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, it took a little while to, to make this record. Um, and so I didn't, I guess I've just been, it's been a long time, seven years yeah. kind of since I made my first EP and. Um, now finally, I have an album. Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah. Sorry, we, we mix up EP. Yeah, and we're not a, a, no, it's 100% a, yeah. in the music industry. But this is your third <laughs> assortment of music uh, musical yeah. tracks. <laughs> the third release. Now, just nice. listening to you sing before, Thelly, are you classically trained? I am not. No, I de- never had any singing training. Um, I actually like definitely was rejected from the choir. Um, really? Yeah, when I was in school, and yeah. Fuck you, Mrs. Cook. Look at me now. No, yeah, yeah, sure. She's glowing up. No. <laughs> what was the music that you were singing that got you rejected from the choir? Are we talking oh. a bit of Maya, a bit of Gwen Stefani? Okay, good, good. Two good ones. Um, you know what? It was... Uh, I loved Delta at that time. Hell yeah. Um, I still do love Delta. I still... Um, that album, you know, it was a banger. It was a big one. What's that one? Um, Innocent Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Innocent yeah. I'm like, I know it. <laughs> Tell you what, there was one thing I was kind of wondering because we just were over at the tent and uh, the tent was packed out. How do you get from the backstage area back to the green zone here? Yeah. You know, well, like, do they make you walk... Is there a th- no. through the crowds of people, or Is there you go through? They chopped me over. <laughs> no, um, we there was a van. We had a van waiting oh, okay. for me. Oh, right. Yeah, we didn't walk. I was golf cart or no. <laughs> Would have liked a golf cart, but no, just a, a van. Yeah. Can we just go back a few years? 
and obviously mum's here in the corner and we were just talking these are these are Fairfield girls um, born and raised South Brisbane down in the floodplains I guess now where did you start was it and obviously you're one of the few musicians your age that didn't come through any form of reality television shows so where did uh, where was that was it unearthed where it was unearthed yeah I I would have loved to have been on a reality show though. Like I often wonder. Like you thrive in competitions. Always was like, why don't you go on The Voice? And yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I should. Yeah. Do you think you'd ever want to be a judge on The Voice or something? Or you got no idea. I've literally thought about this so many times. <laughs> I, or like I, how I said, I liked Delta before. It's like I like everything that she does, including her being a judge on The Voice. But I don't know. I'm like Delta. Maybe your time's running running up. Maybe <laughs> I'm coming for your yeah, Delta. You for and you heard it here first, Channel 9. I don't I know. Or is it 7? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah. 9 now. Yeah. The online streaming platform. Imparja. Yes. Imparja. <laughs> no, what's the other one? Uh, Prime. Is that like the... Or the regional. Yeah, the regional one. Okay. <laughs> Win yeah. Prime. Win. Now, uh, what's what's happening in the near future? We've seen you've been doing a little bit of media because obviously this next newest assortment of tracks is out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what's what's in the, are you touring? What's going on? Um, is this the start of something? Yeah, so I've got a, I've got a tour coming up. I'm going to go all around the country, which will be pretty fun. And um, yeah, the first time that I'm playing, like I'll play songs from um, my new record, which is pretty exciting for me. We had a very, very um, interesting interview before with Angus Stone, um, which we may or may not include in this interview because it was very dry. And, uh, Although not as jerpy as you, Thelly, but we asked where his secret pockets of fans are, and he gave a very interesting answer, which he said was like China or some ah, shit. Where okay. do you find, you know, fans of Thelma mm-hmm. that you've? just wouldn't have imagined they existed there oh I don't know oh, literally all my fans are like young girls and I, which I love um, but then the other day I saw a tweet because you know sometimes I google myself yeah. um, no I don't um, I do and um, I saw a tweet that um, was from a girl that said like her 75 year old like right <laughs> quite like right leaning dad um, was apparently obsessed with the record so um, I thought that was pretty cool so, breaking into that Sky yeah, News demographic for sure 100% yeah. just like want to well, yeah it's, it's, it's a cash cow. You get in there. Huh? You know, you might become a mouthpiece or some sort. Yeah. You know, you could be the next Daisy Cousins, Jacinda Price, yeah. Thelma Plum. We'll oh see. God, those two names next to each other. I'm like. <laughs> now, um, have you done much overseas? Have you done? Yeah. Like, what kind of touring have you done outside? Do you of have the like, Northern Rivers of New yeah. South? Like, Every musician blows. Is there a festival that you'd love? to do in the future like do you want to go and do a Coachella or oh, something like that I'd love to go overseas and do Coachella or um, I'm playing in a festival called in Germany soon called Reeperbahn which yeah. um, is the first time I'm ever going to play um, overseas at a festival so that's oh, um, right. actually the first time I'm ever going to play music overseas at all so um, I'm pretty that's excited that's yeah. the ball's rolling mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how has the album been received it sounds like everyone's loving it there was a full tent just before singing every word to every song yeah. so I imagine it's <laughs> Like that. Yeah, that was wild. That was pretty good. Um, look, it, I, it's been going pretty well. I, there was, I just didn't do music for, like, I took a bit of a break for a little while. So I was maybe worried that people would be, like, you know, not into it. But it seems like people like it a bit. So that's good. And what would you say right now? Ha, ha, do you feel like there's a ripple effect from Thelma Plum? Or, like, you're, you're, you've got a unique sound. You don't think there's anyone really doing it? it doesn't, we don't think there's yeah, anyone Yeah, no. Uh, we asked uh, Angus Stone, you know, because he's from down on yeah. the northern beaches and that's spurred on, like, yeah. Ocean Alley and uh, the Winston, those guys. Surf, surf. Yeah, yeah. Surf, surf. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Are there any artists who are coming up with you in this big rise you've had? Um, no, there's only room for one. Hey, Thelly, um, it's Kaylin Ponga. Hey. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get back to you, KP. We're, we're yeah. live. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Newcastle Knights legend, Callan Ponga. Oh, <laughs> is he? Yeah. All right, my boyfriend is obsessed with the Newcastle Knights. Yeah, that's a, his he's team. He's a Queenslander. Oh, wow. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Um, yeah. What was his name? No. Callan Ponga. Callan Ponga, okay. Beautiful Brisbane boy. Cool, yeah. okay. I. Th- that's great. That bring, let's bring the phone yeah. back. Yeah, that was very Yeah, that, that was a very... Um, that guy was. They always come up with the shit. This guy come over and brings us 4X and starts showing us photos of Queensland rugby league players. Do you guys only drink 4X? Is no, that no. Two to bitter usually. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. I forgot. Yeah. I'm still like waiting for my. <laughs> Where are you living now? We'll send a case. Yeah, so I'm back in Brizzy. Yeah. Brizzy girl. Oh, um, yeah. I've gone back. I said I was like, I'll never go back. I'm going to go to the big smoke now. Um, and now I just, it's really nice being back in Brisbane. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. You get down there to Rumpus Room. And- All the time. Literally, my whole family is like at Rumpus Room. So. <laughs> Ricks. Yeah. Uh, the GPO, if you will. <laughs> oh God, I don't know if I've ever been to GPO. <laughs> Open evening. The Met. And the, the Met. Met. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, Eagle Farm Race Course, which is where you'll see uh, Thelma on the punt. Often. Often. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for, for joining us, Stelly, and good luck with everything. This, um, if, if we're going by what we just saw in that tent, it's going to be a big year. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you, Thelma. Thank, thank you. you. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocate Radio Show. We're in downtown Batuta. It is the Diamantina Drought Breaker Live Aid, and we have a very special guest who's come all the way from Perth to the outback Queensland Channel country. Uh, just for this show. Just, just, just to be on the show. Just for this yeah. show. And he did a gig last night at Northies. Um, and it was actually quite quite kind of you to come out here. We've got Thelma Plum. Yeah. We've got a few other big names. It's a, it's a big event. Had the big red bash in Birdsville last week. And, of course, now we've got the drought breaker in Batuta. Thank you for joining us, KP. Thanks, man. That is Glad Kevin here, Parker, guys. not Kaylin Ponga. Kevin Parker, the other KP. Mate, right. thank you for coming out here. Of course. Um, mate, last time we had you uh, in the local media up here was when... Uh, Cameron Bancroft, uh, after he he said he was going to return to his last job before he became a oh, his first cricketer. Job. Yeah, I know this. Yeah, he was yeah. a kazoo player mm-hmm. in Taming Parlour. Yeah. I was just wondering, um, now that he's obviously gone back to uh, the world of cricket, on this impending album, which might or may not exist, is there any kazoo from Cameron on it? Uh, well, as with all parts of the album, I'm, I'm, I'm strictly uh, yeah. closed-lipped about it. Mm-hmm. I but, feel you. Um, Cameron's well uh, and truly focusing on cricket, you reckon? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, anything's possible at this point. Let's just say that, you know. Well, that's a good um, one. I, I, like, I like to keep my options open, and Cameron Bancroft playing kazoo is just one of them, you know? Well, let's let Channel 7 run with that and see how far <laughs> they get. Now, what else is going on, mate? Where have you been? You've been living OS... Uh, yeah. A little bit. I mean, um, it's hard to say that I've been living anywhere in yeah, particular. Right. You know, just started this year. Yeah. Like the Northern Hemisphere um, summer festival started up, and I've kind of just been all over the place since then. But uh, yeah, I was in LA for a bit, back in Perth now. Well, yeah. technically, I was there for about three days. Yeah. Uh, did you uh, have any travel insurance when you went over to America last? Because uh, there was that, a little bit no, of a mishap. Actually, I'm sitting with the people who would probably uh, best answer that question. Yes. Yes? Yes. Ah, perfect. Yeah. So, You're referring uh, to the uh, lost to uh, the uh, To the horrible fire. Right. That, uh, to the uh, act of God. Yeah. That so was. It's a long way from the wave house, I guess. You know, there's uh, <laughs> not, not too many 
sort of bushfires out in that Tim Winton country down there in the south of Perth. Is well, it? that's well, exactly. That's <laughs> what was so ironic about it um, yep. is that you know everyone said, like, "Oh, you know, too bad about the bushfire and you're like losing the stuff in LA." Uh, all the like, American people were saying it to me, and I was like, "Because I went home after that, and they were like, mm-hmm. oh, you, you're too scared of the bushfires, <laughs> you know, you have to go back to Perth.'" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's it's crazy, you know." It's like the home of bushfires. Now, great documentary out right now, Mr. Fire, about the story of Michael Hutchins. And I guess by proxy, he is a Western Australian artist. Spent a bit of time there. Um, I'd say so. I'd say so as Is well. he? Yeah, well, he's spent, they, they, they started out I think there. the DY does claim him those northern beaches. Yeah, and so does Singapore and Hong Kong. That's what happens yeah. when uh, people are successful internationally. Mm. Various states claim them. Yeah, yeah well, Bon Gina, Scott and whatnot. Gina Reinhardt's definitely from Queensland now. Right. Her old man, Lang Hancock, was very much a Western Australian. Did you feel there was a scene that created you and your music? Yeah, I mean, I reckon it's the kind of thing where it's really obvious for people on the outside to see, mm-hmm. but for someone that's like in the scene, or well, scene, quote unquote, it's kind of like, I don't know, I just started making music. Yeah. And there were a bunch of other people around who also started making music. Yeah. You know, a scene is something that people yeah. kind of like use to describe something they're seeing from the outside. Yeah. You know, no one says like, hey, I'm in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's people that say that, oh, I'm in this scene. I'm not in it. It's usually <laughs> yeah. a pretty good sign that they're not in it, you know. Although, uh, or trying to get in it, all that yeah. kind of thing. Do you ever wonder, you know, if you did do your last exam at uni, where you'd be now like would you be working for the NAB in Perth and being like yes sir no sir frequently I salary man back in size. I frequently wonder about that I um at differing levels of mm. deepness you know I had like a, terrifying I had like a stoned know? freak out in LA the other the other day yeah. where I kind of like really just like thought oh you know I just kind of imagined myself driving home from work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Past the I'm Swan River. Beautiful. You know, yeah. I'm like taking my shoes off because my, my, yeah, yeah. my, my business shoes are kind of like <laughs> yeah, sure. too tight or something. Man, you've got to stay out of MedMen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we went over there early in the year. It's a great great place, great industry. Oh, okay. So uh, is, is, uh, is this the start of a tour? Or are you in, like, a Bob Dylan mode where you're just constantly on tour the whole time? Yeah, I'd say that. I mean, like, yeah, it's pretty... Um, yeah, the word tour is pretty redundant at this point. It's kind yeah. of like we're here and then we're there. Uh, especially, as I say, like, doing all the festivals. Yeah. You know, you, like, you, you're at the mercy of the schedule of yeah. whatever well, yeah. place is uh, having, putting a festival on. So we'll be in Sweden for one night and then catch a ferry and a plane and a, and a bus and yeah. whatever else to wherever else the next day you know? which is effectively you know you're in different countries and you've done a ferry and a bus but uh, that would just be like crossing from Frio to Perth wouldn't it it's like that's the weirdest thing exactly, about Europe it's yeah. like actually we're not that far away exactly. but there's a different language and mm. different set of fans and that's, a, that's another question we want to get to and we've yeah. asked everyone here that where do you find your secret pockets of fans you know what I mean because yeah. we heard a quote the other day that apparently you know, you're like the new Robert Downey Jr. in that African-Americans love you. <laughs> I think that's how everyone feels when they go to South America. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Like everyone feels the, like the Beatles. The first okay, yeah, go, yeah, right. You know, they just kind of just learn to accept it. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like with the internet these days, there's no real secret pocket of fans. Yeah, you know, right. Fans will make, make you aware of yeah. their existence. Yeah, for sure. I guess depending on how much you go on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come to Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because kind of uh, Angus Stone said China. Um, yeah, yeah, no, really no, it's just like, oh, blah, blah. Okay. China. <laughs> like, China. We won't sledge you as hard as we have. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we haven't been to China yet. So, oh, yeah. so you know, well, ask me again in uh, a little while. So, uh, we're looking, at, we're looking behind you. Oh, six months? 
Thanks, Thanks, Simon. Simon. Had the six months. So just, uh, just we hope you've got the right social credit to continue touring over there. <laughs> <laughs> so just one quick question before we go. We yep. also ran an article about a year ago that the world is running out of obscure animals to name their band after. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember how, this one. Uh, how, I do remember this one. How did you come to settle on Tame Impala? I think it was one of those things I just uh, did it as quickly as I could and then forgot about it, you know? It's yeah. the kind of thing where as soon as you start making lists, you're, you're in trouble, yeah, you know? Sure. You'll never decide anything. So I just Sounded good. popped into my mind, suggested it to a friend. He said, Bonza. Mm-hmm. That was it. Because there was a very... Um, popular uh, kind of band in Batuta at the moment called Domesticated Gazelle which okay. has been um, mm. uh, it's an yeah. interesting sound but they, they do uh, they do mirror a lot of that kind of Western Australian Psy folk rock it reminds yeah. me this is no offence to them but it sounds like it could be like a, like a tribute band in like 20 years mm. or whatever <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. the Akadaka band yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah what's Akadaka what's, what's what well, ACDC have a tribute band called Akadaka which, oh sure which right, is right. almost cheating I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like calling you Rolling Stones tribute band, The Stones. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, KP. Cool, of course. Yeah, it's uh, been an absolute honour, and I'm sure the people in the Diamantina Shire will be eternally grateful that you've come up here and oh, that's yeah, and helped with the drought appeal. And happy of to help. Course, happy you know, to help. The invitation is open for next year and the year after that. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Thanks, mate. Provided that none of us get cancelled. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're playing with that line up here. Anyway. That's kind of the point, you. right? Thank okay. you, Kevin. Thanks very much. Welcome back to the Diamantina Drought Breaker here in downtown Batuta. It's a uh, drought relief fundraiser, and we've had some big guests come out to the Outback Queensland Channel Country. We've got the boys from Pond here. How are you, gentlemen? Very uh, well. Very good. Thank you. Eight albums. Eight albums? Yeah. I think so. Is it? Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Eight, eight big ones or some big ones and some small ones? Eight big ones and then a couple of small ones. Couple of small ones. <laughs> so right now you are touring your Tasmanian EP. That's the last one. As in, you, that was an album, yeah, LP. Yeah. yeah. There are probably a lot of people in our part of the world which don't really know the difference between an EP, an LP and an album. Uh, an LP and an album are the same thing. They're right. just like filling up a 12-inch record. Yeah. <laughs> And an EP is uh, like a seven inch, or okay. you could get away with ten inches as well. Yeah, yeah but controversial it all, opinion. Yeah, yeah, right. but it all sort of. I think the whole format has kind of been like hacked to pieces with like you can just do whatever. Like, CDJs. Yeah, and <laughs> mixtapes and uh, fourteen hours of unreleased demos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you guys ever thought of becoming like? Similar to SoundCloud rappers, where you just release one song on social media a year. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm. I'm that's inspiring. Um, no, I've put out some some stuff on some single tracks mm-hmm. on SoundCloud and Bandcamp and stuff yeah. like that. It's pretty satisfying. Pretty immediate. We spoke to another musician from Perth here last night. He he had to go uh, last night. His name was Kevin. And he <laughs> he was talking about uh, how in Perth there is a scene, but you only call it a scene if you're not in the scene. <laughs> and it seems that all of you are in each other's bands, so is it safe to say that you are the only musicians in Perth at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly far from it, mate. There's a thriving community of all kinds of musicians mm. at the moment. 
I'm guns. fortunate enough to work at a sound sometimes at Mojo's Bar, and there's like yeah. always something going on. If you're ever in Fremantle, yeah, it's the uh, it's, it's, it's an institution, absolutely down yeah. there. In but the, a little uh, bastion of like in the Docker Capital Mojo's. <laughs> I think as far as like actual musical ability goes as well, I would barely consider myself a musician, especially compared to some of the. Oh man, some some of the like bands in Perth, the young people, quite young, are such shredders. Mm-hmm. All the Stella Donnelly band are just absolute monsters. Like, who is the biggest like savant you've ever seen? Like, you've seen someone sit down with a guitar and they're basically, or whatever instrument they've got on, and they're basically like Rain Man. Have you seen that? Um, yeah, Evelyn Ida Morris. Yeah, they do um, Pikelet from oh, Melbourne. Wow, yeah, true, totally true. They're like unbelievable at proper high level classical piano, yeah, right. guitar, really good drummer. They used to drum in a hardcore bands and stuff and just really embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so why do you think so much good music is coming out of the West and always has and probably always will? Is there something in the water out there? I don't know. My theory was that um, it was separated enough that you didn't actually have any real life promise or aspiration to, you know, make it, quote unquote. But in bigger places, it's right there and it's truly possible. So you start making the steps to get there, like getting the right look and being on magazine covers and maybe joining in on a sort of trending scene but if there's no fucking Go around, prom- the, around the sander hopefully meet the Whitlams so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if there's absolutely no possibility of that then yeah. you just kind of fuck around with your mates is that where the band name came from what pond small yeah. pond well, become big fish real quickly in Perth. I think it was it was more of a kind of lakes in the ocean kind of a everyone inclusive, yeah, right. no real sort of fixed formula yeah, or no line boundaries. You know? So what do you think you guys would be doing if if you didn't become touring and recording superstars? Superstars. If, yeah. If I may jump in real quick, I am. Or I was, am, and will always be the Jip Rock King of the Southwest. Okay. I yeah. can sling that rock. <laughs> Jip Rock, that is. <laughs> well, it's Perth, so it could have been either or. <laughs> Straight up. Jip Rock. Um, I don't know. I reckon I would have probably just continued into academia. Yeah, right. Um, kept doing, done more like work in the Kimberley doing like oral history stuff do you view music as especially a young kid as an academic pursuit nah not like those kids who get pressured into violin at like two years old or like <laughs> nah, nah nah not at all that was just fun recreational yeah yeah it just still is right yeah it's great <laughs> no it's like uh, you know impulsive and instinct instinctive and yeah. uh body it, it serves your body instead of your like your brain. <laughs> uh, first interview we did yesterday was with Angus Stone. Um, who, Big Stone. Yeah, Big yeah. Stone. And we've pretty much put shit on him in every interview we've had since um, because nice. he was very Byron Bay slash Northern Beaches. He was very yeah. humorless and serious. And I feel like this the might Stone. end up being a super compilation of Perth artists in this, um, this <laughs> post-event uh, podcast we're doing. But is it a cliche to say the isolation really was ever a th- thing on your mind in Perth? Because you were isolated. I, you 
probably don't like to think that, but we don't I, know whether the person than Kimberley's or yeah. it's down in the Margaret River. We like, don't know what it looks like. Eight hundred dollar bag country. <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon it was. I reckon it was isolated enough that I didn't actually know it was isolated. Mm. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in the Kimberley, so when I first went down to Perth, I was like, "Whoa, big city." Yeah, right. Here we go. And what was the guy up there? What were you families up there? Yeah, my um, mum was writing a book and my dad was working in the Kimberley Land Council doing, like, land claims for indigenous groups and stuff. Hey, Noongar family? Hey? Are you Aboriginal background? No, no, no. I just, uh, from spending a long time up there, sort of osmosized into the fold. Dan Sultan, Dan Sultan. Talks about the Kimberley a lot. In fact, a lot yeah. of musicians seem to spend a bit of time up there at some point of their career. I think it's a brand new day, yeah. seeing a few of them up there. It's pretty yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It's pretty beautiful place. So, are you, are you guys in the middle of a tour, or are you just starting? You know what? This is a kind of a one-off thing yeah. for now. Right. The next thing. How you guys so. came over from Perth? That's right. Just you for know? this. Oh, I came from London, oh, right. which is Whoa. Whoa. yeah. I know. I'm going to have to plant. A lot of trees to settle my <laughs> settle, settle the score, or oh, you can man. just be like, "I'm gonna offset this flight." Yeah, and then you feel better. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, don't know uh, I, I was long. coming over to a roadie as well with Tame. Did yeah. you guys see me on stage last night with my mirrorball helmet? <laughs> the mirror in the mirrorball helmet. Yeah. yeah. Did you come on at the end of Apocalypse? Dreams and we're like, oh, show's over. Here's my little torch. No, that wasn't me. All right, well, <laughs> I'll keep an eye out for you next time. Now, another question we've been asking everyone um, as we get to know the artists is where are those secret pockets of fans that you didn't know? People always stumble across fans in South America somewhere. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but Kevin said, you know, with the internet, it's kind of one and the same. You know, everyone's a fan anywhere. And we asked Angus, and he was like, oh, China. I'm trying to, man. I found out I've got some fans in Lismore. (laughs) (laughs) Big gas. Good response, Gasso. Where do people reach out to you from, particularly, or where does your music numbers? Oh man, we seem to we seem to really hit it off with the uh, in the Latin American sphere, which is so sick. Gum showed me like the um, graphs. Yeah. on the internet that have like that shows like little yeah. dots around the world where you're supported it's like yeah there's there's ones in you know the middle of the Ukraine and yeah. stuff yeah. like that it's like fuck yeah shout Chernobyl. outs to, shout <laughs> outs to <laughs> you for noticing shout outs to Chernobyl <laughs> yeah. thanks for thanks for coming along today guys uh, as you said there's a one off so is there plans for like a ninth or tenth album in this year yeah definitely yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll be going again Anything more from Nick or from Mink Muscle Creek or? Um, I don't know about the creek. No. Leave, leave it lie. Or yeah. A- anything from you, Joe? Oh, look, mate, I've been on. working on Chinese Joe, democracy yeah. now for about four years. Uh, it's becoming a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. Yeah, yeah. I'll but uh, like, uh, I'm tantalisingly close, guys. Okay. Like, it'll yeah. come very soon. Are you aware that his nickname is Shiny, Shiny Joe, Joe Ryan? Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. making sure you get how. Yeah. Undeniably hilarious that album name is. Chinese <laughs> <Shiny laughs> democracy, <laughs> and the fact that it's taken four years so far is just perfect. <laughs> well, it's a term in government. 
Absolutely. Didn't think about that. Flies by, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thank thanks, you guys. guys. And good luck. Yeah. And good luck. Cheers, you too. Uh, actually, we're taking a little break um, from, from the, the protocol of uh, music interviews because we've got two guests today that aren't from Perth or Byron. And uh, they are... All the Northern Beaches. All the Northern Beaches. It's, yeah. uh, it's a rare experience. I mean, apart from Five Seconds of Summer last week, who we were proud Hawkesbury boys. We don't get many, uh, many Westies on here. Uh, Menangle, is it, boys? Menangle, Menangle is the place, yeah. And... Is that the whole childhood up there, or you guys kind of started playing music when you moved to Newtown? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, we started out there. We were in our mum and dad's house in, in, in like my bedroom. Two, yeah, Elliot and Zach shared a room while we were still, like, we were doing Splendours and stuff, and Elliot and Zach still had bunk beds in our mum and dad's room. <laughs> yeah, it's a real sad story. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not that Von, sad. Von Trapp. It's cool. Yeah, Von Trapp, Von Trapp. But yeah, we grew up playing music out there, but not really, like, a part of... There was scene. no scene, There's no, scene, no influences. Yeah. No, just yeah. only uh, heaps of greyhounds. Greyhounds? Yeah. yeah. There's a rotolacta as well. Do you know what that is? A, ro- a rotolacta? A rotolacta. What's that? It's a rotating lacta, which is a ga- Milk, milk's, cow- <laughs> milk's cows. It's yeah. the first, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the first ever. I think it was. Oh, right. And, and yeah. our, our parents and probably your parents probably knew of this place. Like, it was a thing that people would come from Sydney to go and get a milkshake at this it. rotating Yeah, yeah. It's thing. still quite dairy down there, right? Yeah. yeah. Southwest MacArthur yeah. region. Good yeah. rugby league uh, uh, feet of ground. Yeah. 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 It's all out there. Tell us a little bit about the name The Rubens, because we've heard different variations, but didn't it yeah. start as a sledge? It was a oh, yeah, like a sledge yeah. of our little brother. Yeah, yeah. our little yeah. brother Jet, he um, sledged us, actually, because we offered him a spot in the band when he was 16 in high school and we were just starting. Elliot was finishing school and we offered him a, a go in the band as the drummer because we needed a drummer and he said no because he didn't like our music. It's just, <laughs> and we didn't have a band name at the time, but his nickname that I'd given him was Ruben. Yeah, right. It, it went from Jethro to Ruben in okay. a fluid way that, you know... Just happens, but um, nicknames do. Yeah, and yeah. just stuck. I think we needed. I think we got, we booked our first ever show, and it was just time was of the essence. We needed to put a name on the bill, so we just chose the Rubens. Yeah. Now um, we're kind of, you know, obviously surrounded by a lot of king makers and queen makers in the music industry right here. Absolutely. Uh, today, can you tell us, you know, between the Illuminati that is Triple J, and how much <laughs> did winning Hottest One Hundred change things for you, or is that just all fucking smoke and mirrors? Uh, no, it, it did. It did. We saw the immediate change. Like, I don't know how much it matters two years, three years down the track. Because young kids, there's a new eighteen-year-old yeah. bunch of people, and they all need new music, and they, they, they don't care who you were when that was. You know, that was they sixteen when we won. Takashi six nine. Exactly, kinda, and we're trying to like combat yeah. that. So it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter that we won like three or four years ago. <laughs> yeah. At the time, we went from selling out like a metro to a Horden, and yeah. that was very tangible. Like, straight away, thing, we're like, yeah. sweet. All right, yeah. but. It definitely boosted our career in a, in a very positive way, but you got to capitalise on it once that's done. Like, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. I guess the uh, canary in the mine will be the boys from Ocean Alley. If yeah, they, can uh, they keep it going? Eh? Can they keep it going, or do you think they'll, you know, end up more of washed up like us, <laughs> <laughs> or get cancelled? You know, cancelled, <laughs> <laughs> which is always a risk, isn't it? You know, in the music industry, you put one toe out of line and you're cancelled and you're back. I think it's in RSLs, yeah. Heaps of people getting cancelled out here, I reckon. There'll be the way people carrying on around here. Uh, anyway, um, can you guys? One of you owns a white Porsche. That's me. Yeah. How white is it? Cocaine white. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's starting to peel off, which is right. not great. Yeah, so if there's any good spray painters out there that want to give me a deal, that'd be great. Um, In the MacArthur region? Yeah, yeah, seriously, yeah. though. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's starting to peel, but it's a beautiful car. I haven't driven it in a couple of years because it's very impractical. We asked around for that, but he didn't tell on you. We're like, oh, what, yeah. can we, what can we Joy throw at these guys? Yeah, yeah. Curveball. Yeah. <laughs> Get a white Porsche. It's a nice car, though. It's an old one. Where it is, is an awesome car. Now, where are you living nowadays? Still, I'm in Petersham yeah. uh, with Zach, our other brother, who's also a guitarist. Sam's in Rose Bay. So we're all like still... In Sydney, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Um, and how much touring are you doing? Quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty constant. It's not... I mean, I've got a, a baby now, so... I'm always trying to make sure that I'm home as much as possible, but also this is my only job, and we understand that, so it's, it's tough. Going overseas is tough, like a few weeks at a time or whatever. But so uh, it's been about a year since your last album. Uh, we're expecting another drop. We're about to do... Uh, we're playing in a few hours. We're about to uh, premiere. Well, it's not a premiere necessarily. Not an official premiere, but we're going to play a song for the, first, a song time. For the first time. Yeah. Yeah. We can't talk about one. it too much, but it's with a rapper from the States. That's our vibe. It's another exclusive for Triple J. If you're listening Absolutely to not. Beats, we'll be beats one. Beats, beats one. one on Monday, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the internet is really, really changing things. Now, that's one thing we've asked, and we're going to ask everyone here while we're up here. You know, with the internet, you can see so much new data on who's who, who your fans are yeah you can see where you're popular do you have any surprises around the world do you have any you know you didn't expect to be I that wish, big and fucking oh, no. i wish there was some kind of anomaly but it's kind of like australia belfast awesome <laughs> yeah. everywhere else at the same level of not much playing just pubs really yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I hate looking at i know you can look at spotify data and see where certain listeners are and peaking and certain times a year and when's the smart time to drop and I hate that stuff yeah right this makes me think about it too much yeah, and yeah. I'd rather just not look at it you know you don't want an algorithm yeah. yeah 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 do you guys get you get bands coming here on the weekend r- trying to be really funny uh, or like being or intimidated everyone knows who you are and what you do mm. Angus Angus Stone he came in here and gave us fuck all <laughs> <laughs> like he just came in here with his sunglasses on and we asked him it was like Angus where are some of your little like like where is a country where you, you know you wouldn't think you'd be that sort of popular and he goes same exact question and he goes oh China <laughs> like thanks man here he is like fucking cheers mate and then yeah and then uh, but yeah I think uh, most of the guys from Perth they were really funny yeah yeah they got funny accents as yeah. well they say a few words differently yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah. it's like Mosman <laughs> <laughs> Fremantle. Yeah, that's like, pretty good. It's yeah. like mantle. Yeah. I mean, and some people come in uh, and, and, you know, not necessarily artists, but, um, you know, when you, you start interviewing footballers and shit like that, it, the format's completely different. I mean, for some reason in the NRL, they think it's An like, you know, bring Grog in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Real. Yeah. Willie Mason came in with an eight pack of G&T Fairy Floss flavor and finished You're them. Kidding, kidding me. Finished them. That is where I want to be. <laughs> what a, that's amazing. And that's it, a vibe. He told us a lot of things that he, like, in the morning, he was like, oh, fellas, can we roll the tape back a bit, eh? <laughs> I was a bit pissed. Like, yeah, sure, Willie. Yeah. A lot of, uh, <laughs> it, just, it went out as is, right? A lot, of, a lot of fraud happening in the NRL in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get the scoop. Yeah, yeah. Just get them pissed. Mad. They That's get themselves point. pissed by the sound of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. They do all the work. You boys got beers? Nah. All right. All good. <laughs> I'll bring my own little <laughs> treats. Yeah. yeah, no. It's um, it's it's looking like 
the near future for you guys is there's going to be a few surprises. You, you're a bit tight-lipped. It's like we, we have to have be. To it's be, a shame. Yeah. I hate having to be tight-lipped. It's only for another day. We got a, we got a collab coming out, which we're really excited about. It's yeah. a standalone thing. It doesn't it's not attached to our last album or our yeah. next. It's just a thing that we were, got to do and was fun. And um, yeah, we'll be able to talk to it in a couple of days. There's not a huge amount of other secrets that we got though. Really, I wish yeah. we had more. Nah, that's about it. You ready to take another holiday at Magnetic Island sometime soon? Or oh my god, yeah. were, you, oh my were god. you there? You going? See, I don't even. Oh, know. Did, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I saw Rowan just before, just <laughs> outside lurking, yeah, okay. lurking, oh, just like oh. he's, giving you, he's giving us all the yeah. intel about the white porch <laughs> and the Magnetic. Oh, I knew. Friend of the show, Don Joyride. Um, his... And Raf too. He wants to know uh, where his Versace shirt is. I, I've, I've been wearing it, man. That's actually a good story. Like I, we got to know those guys on that tour. Groove in the Moo we were kind of like a fan of theirs and then they we just ended up partying with them the whole time basically but I was wearing this like crazy like gold embroidered shirt with like AKs on the back and stuff that I'd bought it online which was really cool Bikey and shit. um and Raf saw it and he liked it and you know he's got he's all fashiony and whatnot. and he uh the next day just in my dressing room when I rocked up was just on a hanger he didn't say anything no note or anything just a Versace shirt and it was the kind of guy he is. And then, like, I was looking at, like, fashion reseller website, like, two years later, probably, just, like, looking at stuff. And it came, I was like, 800 bucks. Like, what the <laughs> hell, dude? Rafa, I love you, man. Like, I feel like I need to give it back. Tell him it's, it's in great nick. I'll bring it back. Still got it. Very decadent, the ADM he's, scene. Seriously, um, is, man. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of cash. A lot of cash for, going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, boys, thanks for joining us. Good luck today with the secret song and all this. And all the stuff to come, I guess. Thank we're, you. We're excited to hear um, yep. what you've got in I store for us. I will be in the crowd with my camera out, ready to put it online. Yeah, you actually, you can do that. Yeah. 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 Oh, really? That's what we need. It's for a virality. Peer-to-peer sharing, baby. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Thanks mate. Thank you. Thanks, <clears throat> now, I've mentioned it a few times already, uh... The Angus Stone interview was uh, interesting. Nevertheless, here it is. Angus Stone, how are you? Mr. Mr. Lemon, if you will. How do you do? Well, thanks, mate. Thank you for joining us. It was very kind of you because uh, Matt Corby said no and a few other people have denied us, but oh, we know you um, You don't censor the press, so that's... Um, oh, gee. Oh, gee. What's been going on, mate? It's been about 12 years <clears> since <throat> you guys hit the ground running Yeah. Um, in the duo capacity. Uh, what have you noticed in the music industry since you started? Do you reckon it's easier or harder to get to get involved? Uh, you know, it's constantly changing. Um, I think I what I notice is just the way that you get waves of different styles mm-hmm. pushing through. When a band when a band blows up, you can kind of see the the ripple effect that mm-hmm. that puts through different writers and stuff. But Festival-wise, I don't know. It feels like it's becoming more international in the way that, um, I don't know, when you go overseas to the States or whatever, some of those festivals, they have this stigma that's it's quite large and it feels really worldly. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Australia's tapping into that. Getting there more a bit. And more, yeah. Now, you're, you're also a farmer, we've since learnt. Yeah, you've uh, moved <laughs> from the beaches down there in Sydney. So... You're running a few head of cattle, some sheep, some goats, some alpacas? Uh, yeah, there's, I bought into a working farm, so we deal in Wagyu, Angus, um, cross beef well, and veal. Um, I know that, that Wagyu is on the big bounce back. You know, that's one thing that people buy in a recession sure. is they buy food and they buy shelter. 
Sure, yeah. yeah. Well, that's enough of that. We'll spare you the rest. Uh, you've had to listen to an entire podcast. It sounds like it's been recorded in a beer garden uh, during happy hour. And we've ripped on Angus enough, so we won't play the whole interview because it isn't very stimulating and doesn't get much better. Yeah, I think it's time to tie Bowen at Clancy. Thanks to the rest of the artists for coming onto the show. It was a real treat. Yes, and thank you too, Angus. Um, it, was, it was very kind of you, uh, and we look forward to um, tasting some of that Wagyu. We hope you enjoyed it this week, listeners, and as always, we'll see you next time.